Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis. And in today's video, we're gonna go over flipping rental real estate inside of an LLC. If you're someone who has thought about getting into the real estate market, or if you're someone who's starting your first real estate business, chances are that you're thinking about whether or not you should be doing it in your own personal name, or if you should be doing it in an LLC. But maybe you're someone who's already taken it upon yourself to establish a business structure. Maybe you have a limited liability company, and you wanna make sure that you're doing things the correct way from a tax perspective. Well, in this video, we'll go over how you can flip real estate inside of an LLC to make sure that you're not getting yourself in trouble and what you can do to get yourself properly equipped from a tax strategy perspective. Let's dive in. So when it comes to flipping real estate, the first thing that we have to understand is what is a flip? Anytime that you are trying to buy real estate, make improvements or renovations and resell that real estate for more than what you purchased it for, you have done a flip. And we in the IRS world just call it a trade. You're just trading something. When you buy a property such as a baseball card and you hold on to it for a little while and then you sell it again, you're just making a trade. But you're doing a trade in less than 365 days. And before you sell and make that transaction, you are making improvements on your property. Well, anytime that you are doing these types of improvements, you are running a actual earned income business different than a passive income business. And this is the true key difference from flipping real estate versus having a buy and hold business. Anytime that you're getting into fix and flip, you're starting a business where someone is gonna have to show up to that property, make repairs, and then you're gonna have to list that property back online and then sell that property to earn the cash that you wish to receive. So. At no point in time do you ever get to stop for a minute, sit back and just collect rental income from the tenant that you have in that property or else that wouldn't be considered a flip. That'd be more of the Burr method or the buy and hold method. So if you're truly flipping real estate, then your goal is to one, renovate a property, two, turn over a property quickly as you can, and three, obtain cash flow immediately after turning over that property so you can go ahead and invest into your next flip. Now. Having an LLC and beginning flipping can be very confusing early on. So we're gonna talk about what are some of the steps that are needed to make sure that you've set up your LLC correctly and what considerations that you need to take into consideration before tax filing season so you're not in a place where you end up owing more than you should. So let's dive in. Rule number one, anytime that you set up an LLC, the number one important thing that you have to do is you must complete your business compliance requirements. What do I mean when I say that? Well, when you've established a limited liability company, you set yourself up with the Secretary of State and you set yourself up with the IRS. They provided you an EIN number, which means that you should probably go take that to a bank and open up your business bank account so that you're officially operational. But the next thing that you should do is you should open up your QuickBooks account or open up some type of software that you feel comfortable using so that way you can start tracking your bookkeeping and accounting. The most important thing early on is making sure that you're never losing money. It's gone. It's all gone. What do you mean? I, I have $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. But you will lose money if you're not tracking for all of your expenses. When I'm talking to a lot of flippers and wholesalers, 
typically they have a lot of expenses that they're capturing from when they are doing the actual deal. However, leading up into the deal, they're doing tons of research, they're driving and networking with people, and they're making sure that they're purchasing courses that could also go towards ordinary and necessary business expenses that they can write off on their tax returns. So it's important for us to make sure that we're being mindful and setting up our books early on and capturing all of the expenses that are associated with us being business owners. Just because you may have set up an LLC in the month of June doesn't mean that you can't capture expenses going back to January 1st to allocate those expenses into your LLC so you can get the tax benefits that you're looking for. When you're utilizing your LLC, you're truly having transactions operate out of one bank account unless you decide to open up a savings account or a credit card account underneath that LLC. As income comes in, income gets deposited into your LLC and as you pay for expenses, which includes your contractors, expenses come back out of that account. You see, this is how we can separate having our personal account from our business account and we can pay ourselves out of that LLC. Now, if you watch some of my other videos, you guys will know that there are differences between an LLC and an S corporation. And if you have earned income, it will eventually make sense for you to transition over to an S corp. You can review my when to switch to an S corp video to learn when it will make sense to transition from an LLC to an S corp when you're flipping real estate. But as an LLC, the expenses are gonna become extremely important to you. Most of the expenses that you're gonna be spending your money on are gonna be supplies, maintenance, and mainly they're gonna be the fees going to your contractors for performing the work. One of the conversations that typically comes up during tax season is, Carlton, what happens if I, if I didn't 1099 my contractor? Well, I know most taxpayers know that they should be 1099 their contractor. And most taxpayers want to 1099 their contractors. It seems like most contractors do not want to be 1099. And there are various different reasons why these contractors don't want to be 1099. Maybe they don't have a social security number. Maybe they're not fully citizens. There's tons of reasons. As a taxpayer though, you have to still issue a 1099. If they don't have a social security number, you can still provide them a 1099 MISC, M-I-S-C, miscellaneous, and that will be issued to them in the event that they do not have a social security number. Nice. You still need to send in that 1099 miscellaneous into the IRS so they have a documentation that you did take a deduction for hiring that employee for the year. You see, when you choose to pay a 1099 contractor, you're, gonna, you're given a deduction per the amounts that you paid that contractor. But to not get into trouble with the IRS for claiming that contractor, we have to make sure that we're providing them a 1099. This is one of the key steps that many flippers will skip over early on because they're so intent on trying to get that flip done and get cash in their pockets and do the next flip and do the next flip, which I'm all for. But I'm not for you sitting, shaking your head and scratching your head come May 15th after your taxes have been filed April 15th, wondering why you received this notice in the mail from the IRS saying they're wishing to audit you because you didn't do your 1099. What I wanna do is I wanna make sure that we're using what's called best practices and that we're doing things by the book. If the government says that we have to issue out this 1099, let's take it upon ourselves to actually issue out that 1099. And if that means that we have to work with a contractor that may be a little bit more just so we can follow the law the right way, then we might have to take that into consideration early on in flipping real estate. Now, when you get to a place where the benefits outweigh the cost, and this is gonna be typically right around 40 to $50,000 net income after all expenses, you're gonna to wanna to start to take a salary out of your business, which means you're gonna transition that LLC over to an S-Corp as I've stated before. When you do transition that LLC over to an S-Corp, you will fill out the 2553 form with the IRS, 
letting the IRS know that you're taxing your LLC as an S corporation. Now you get to become a W-2 employee underneath your business. Every time you would like, you can pay yourself a salary out of your business and your business now will receive a deduction and you've reduced a part of your self-employment tax because now you're only paying into Social Security and Medicare one time based on the amount of money that you're paying yourself in a W-2H. Now, some of the common deductions that a lot of my flippers get to take is the home office deduction. A majority of my clients are managing their businesses from the convenience of their home. They're calling contractors, they're calling maintenance people, and they're getting these things done in their home. It's very easy to take a home office deduction if you know what the deduction is and if your CPA isn't someone who tells you that you can't take the home office deduction. I have had so many clients sit across from me that tell me, Carlton, my CPA tells me all the time that it's a red flag to take the home office deduction. I tell them all the time, hey, the IRS puts it on the website on exactly how you can take the home office deduction. If you feel like you qualify for it, are you gonna let your CPA tell you not to take a deduction you qualify for? Are you gonna learn the IRS tax law and then utilize what's in legal limit for you to take? We get upset sometimes seeing that Donald Trump, Jeff Bezos, and Warren Buffett are paying virtually nothing in taxes. But then we also have to look under the hood and see, okay, well, what are they doing to pay the least amount in taxes? Well, they are following the tax laws. They're just following them to the fullest extent. So we can't be afraid to take tax laws into consideration as a taxpayer, whether you're making a billion dollars or you're making $500,000. It doesn't make sense for us not to take the tax deductions that we qualify for. Now. Outside of us recording the income inside the LLC and recording our expenses inside the LLC and being able to take a payroll deduction once we switch over to an S corporation, one of the things that we can also do outside of taking a home office deduction is looking to establish a retirement account for ourselves. You're self-employed, you're flipping real estate. This might be a side hustle for you or it might be the main thing. You may have an employer that you're working for, W-2, and you're flipping real estate on the side, but maybe your W-2 employer is not offering you any type of 401k or pension plan. So now that you're self-employed, you can establish your own retirement account, whether it be a solo 401k or a Roth 401k, and you can contribute money to your own retirement account and receive a tax deduction for it. Or if it's a Roth, it can grow tax advantage, which means you'll pay the taxes based on the contributions that you put in. Now, with the historical performance of the fund, that's gonna double every three to five years, and we're looking at $1.2 million easy. This is another way for us to avoid taxes, but also do some financial planning inside of our business strategically as a new flipper. There's no rule that says that you have to flip 200,000 properties before you can establish your own retirement account. As soon as you become a business owner, you can choose to establish your own retirement account and you can make contributions up to what you have in wages. So that is something to take into consideration early on. Now, outside of the home office and outside of retirement accounts, you're gonna have a vehicle that you're gonna be driving to and from that property. Depending on who you are as a person will determine how you wish to write off your vehicle. Maybe you're someone who leases your cars, maybe you're someone who buys your cars, maybe you've already figured out the code section 179, the vehicle over 6,000 pounds that you can write off all in one year. When you have now gotten to a place where you're ready to write off your vehicle, it's gonna be important that you sit down with a tax strategist. Here's the reason why. There are multiple different ways to write off your vehicle, and you as a taxpayer may not know which way is the best for you early on in your business. Maybe you're, you're someone who's driving a lot, which means it may make more sense for us to take mileage as opposed to taking actual expense and depreciating your car over time. But maybe you're someone who's not driving all the time and you're truly running your business from home and hiring out contractors and it might make more sense for us to depreciate your car and your business. Maybe you're someone who's looking into the new Tesla or looking into some of these bigger trucks like the Ram, 
1,500. And you want to write those vehicles off inside your business because they're over 6,000 pounds. By simply sitting down with a tax accountant, you may find out that you can write off the vehicle's purchase price all in one year. But that may not be something you want to do. Early on as a flipper, I know that a lot of my flippers aren't really profiting a lot of money. Maybe they're only sitting on 50, 60, 100K net income. So the 179 vehicle deduction is a powerful write-off. You get to use it one time. Maybe you may not want to pull the trigger in your first year of business. Maybe you want to pull the trigger in your second or third year in business when you're sitting on more business net income. And this is what having a tax strategy can do for you. Rather than shooting from the hip with a shotgun to try to figure out what best tax advantaged vehicle write-off you can take, it would make more sense to get a sniper approach with a tax strategist who can run the numbers for you and to tell you what type of vehicle deduction would be best for you based on your situation. I hope this video has given you some thought in regards to flipping inside of an LLC, what you can do to avoid taxes once your income starts to approach forty dollars to $50,000 net income, what you can do when it comes to home office deductions, vehicle deductions, maxing out retirement accounts, but what's most important is developing your own tax strategy because not two individuals are the same. Every person will have their own tax strategy. My name is Carlton Dennis, and if you like this video, feel free to like, comment, subscribe so I can work on this YouTube algorithm and make more wonderful videos like this for you. I'll see you on the next one.